Welcome to Bruce Styles for Tuesday, September 15th, 2015. Brought to you from Arlington, Texas. I'm Sawyer. I'm Travis. And I'm Chris. This week, we will be talking about Styles 6A, Martson. Check out our website, brewstyles.com, where you can leave us feedback and requests for us to discuss your favorite beer styles. Send us an email to ask us some questions, and we will get them answered on the air. While on our site, you can also find a link to the BJCP website. There, you can download your own copy of the BJCP Style Guidelines and get more information about how to become an official BJCP Certified Beer Judge. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash brewstyles, and follow us on Twitter at brew underscore styles. Find our Google number on our website and give us a call. We'd love to hear your voice. Send us your questions and comments to help us bring you the information you need. All right, welcome back, everyone. Travis, how are you tonight? I am excellent. I am dressed to the nines. I'm glad to be here with you fellas. I haven't seen you in a long time, so I thought I'd look my best. Well, you look nice. Glad you, glad both of you dressed up to see me. Chris and I just looked down at each other. Yeah, I've, I've been sick the last couple of days, so... Whoa, somebody's singing the bass tonight. <laughs> You're like Sir Card. Very boy. Yeah, I guess. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. My I'm gonna, Chris. I'm, I guess we're going to find out tonight what happens when you mix uh, meds and beer. Don't try that at home. <laughs> Disclaimer. Good thing we're at his home. It's just allergy medicine, so it doesn't matter. I hope it's just allergies. Don't do anything dumb. I'm not driving tonight. I know. I'm just... We, <laughs> yes, we're at your house, but that's different. So. Yeah. People could be listening to this, you know, while driving. And they could be taking allergy meds at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so don't do it. We don't advise it. No. We don't advocate Because then that. you start talking like this all the but time. But if, if any of my beer tastes medicinal, then I, I won't mention it because it's probably me. <laughs> Good. <clears throat> yeah. Because we won't agree. Yeah. Probably not. Something about this beer just tastes really snotty. I don't know what it is, Ooh. but... Ah, <laughs> <laughs> like play-doh me and play-doh i just can't get past it <laughs> play-doh everything i, I get no, play-doh it and everything tastes like play-doh it tastes like play-doh i like play-doh playing I don't with play-doh do. or smelling play-doh tasting play-doh well i like sniffing walls apparently but <laughs> playing with I'm play-doh over here sniffing a wall. <laughs> but anyways yeah that was from an out an outtake reel no yep. that was actually in the podcast i think that was an outtake reel no that was in the podcast really yeah it was in there I left it in there. That's so, a good one. Wasn't it the Kolsch episode? Uh, man, I, I believe I, it was. That might have been Beer 101. That was early what, on. What, Sniffing a Wall? That was early no, on. No, that was Beer 101 for sure. Oh, okay, well. Yeah, because that was really funny, and I remember that one for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, what are we talking about today? We were talking about Style 6A, I believe. 6A, which 6A is what? Martson. 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 Which... Well, I, I don't want to give anything away, so I'll wait until later to see if this is mentioned. But okay. Go ahead. Cool. <laughs> so we should move on to guidelines. Let's see. Yeah, tell us about this style. What uh, What is it? What isn't it? What should we taste? What shouldn't we taste? I think we should taste beer. Perhaps. Yes, that would that would be the idea. Um. <clears throat> <laughs> After I just said, I probably shouldn't talk a lot because I'm sick. Here I am about to do the style guidelines. So. Just keep it short and sweet. <clears throat> there we go. So basically what you're going to get out of the Martin is a malty German amber lager. That's pretty short and sweet. Yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, cool. <laughs> um, toasty and bready is okay. Uh, restrained bitterness. You don't want it to be very bitter. Right. Totally f- um, focus on the malts here. Dry finish that encourages another drink. So kind of sessionable in a way, perhaps. Dry finish is more along the lines oh, of yeah, keeping taste. you thirsty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, not, not the overall malt impression is soft and complex with a rich aftertaste. Interesting. Okay, so flavor aroma is basically the same. Uh, malt, bread, toast, uh, light bread crust, maybe no hop aroma, caramel, dry biscuity, roasted malt, all those sorts of things. Cool. Appearance, 
Amber orange to deep reddish copper color should not be golden. Okay, and it shouldn't look like your shirt either. No. Because you're wearing a bright red shirt. Yeah, no. Um, so I think that should not be golden part is, is important because um, that would be more along the lines of a different style that we have not talked about yet. Right. So this one should be um, amber orange to G- deep reddish copper color. So a very dark, well, on the darker side okay. rather than the lighter side. We're going to spend a little bit of time talking about that other style in the history segment. I imagined we would. Yes. Okay. That, which is why I didn't want to give it away. So. Yeah. Very good. Very I'm good. glad that I waited. Very good. Very um, nice. So it should be a clean lager fermentation. It is a lager, so it should finish clean. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> not a whole lot of um, yeast character in the flavor or the aroma. Mm-hmm. Uh, it should be totally malt-centric. Right. And I don't know. Would, would that be a... a a word for the week, malt-centric. You know, that sounds like a really cool, like, rock band name. <laughs> Thank you, Dallas. We're malt-centric. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> or an acoustic so, rock, maybe. Next up is DMS. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Get some okay, cooked so, corn in your beer. Anyway, so the, <laughs> the like I mentioned, the hop bitterness is moderate to low to none, Okay. Uh, sorry, hop bitterness is moderate and the flavor is low to none. So usually the um, the noble hops will have been used for this for a complex floral, herbal, and spicy. So uh, we're talking, you know, like Tetanang or Howler Tau or uh-huh. things mm. of that nature. Okay. Um, noticeable caramel biscuit roasted flavors are inappropriate. Okay. So that's it's kind of strange, but... Yes. Um, it needs to be more of the malt. Um, more sweet. Yes. But anything roasted or overly toasted would be inappropriate. Okay. So don't toast this beer, guys. Yeah. So uh, mouthfeel, medium body, smooth, creamy texture, uh, medium carbonation, you know, all, all pretty generic things. I think so. you can toast it if you're at Oktoberfest. And oh, okay. You might if end up If somebody being... raises a, a, a liter towards you, you say, yeah. no, 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 sorry, I'm drinking a Martzen. I can't. Toast. Yeah, sorry. You're right. It's not allowed. What yeah. if you get toasted at Oktoberfest? Well, then you're probably smoking something instead of drinking something, and then it's not the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <clears throat> so I'm going to kind of steal your thunder a little bit here, Travis, just okay. because in no. the comments section it does say that modern domestic German Oktoberfest <laughs> versions are golden, and those are now called Fest beers. Fest beer. Fest beers. Yep. Okay, so what you would normally see is the Oktoberfest is going to be a little on the lighter side, um, which is different than the Martzen, which is going to be a little on the darker side. So how festive are these beers? I mean, do they like to party or do they just like to hang out? I always enjoyed watching him on the Adams Family uh, with Cousin Ed and Uncle Fest beer. <laughs> Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Poor Chris. Sorry. I feel better, buddy. <laughs> All right, Travis, okay. you're up. Tell us a little bit about the history. <laughs> the history. Good well, good. we've uh, it, it's been a while since all three of us have been together, and, and to be honest, we've had several emails. Last week? Yeah, uh, on Sunday. <laughs> we were together last week. We've had several emails from listeners that have, that have uh, wondered about previous segments that we have done before, but no longer are are you know, around. Uh, for example, we had a let me look it up. We had an email from Bridget asking about um, Professor Pollen. You know why don't we do that anymore? And, and uh, last week we got an email from that Richard. was like one episode. Got an email about it. Uh, but last week we got an email from Richard asking about uh, Bubba. Why we stopped doing that? Um, I mean these are just sometimes sometimes segments just don't work out. And Bubba uh, moved to Alabama. <laughs> It's it's unfortunate, but sometimes these things happened, and uh, we did get an email. I guess it was not not this past week, but the weekend before, from uh, somebody named Damien, and Damien asked, "What happened to history in a hat?" 
Well, Damien, I'm glad to tell you that History Hat is coming back with a vengeance right now. Ding, 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 ding. With a vengeance? With a vengeance? How does, how does a hat come back with a vengeance? Because the hat is here. And notice, I picked a hat that is not sweaty. It's not gross. It's actually it's a pretty swaggy, quite swanky. Swaggy hat. This is a the new segment called Swanky History in a Hat. It's all about imagination. That's right. So, uh, so if he wants vengeance, he'll get it. Let's see. We'll let uh, we'll let Sick Hand reach in first. Oh, he's going to contaminate it and grab grab the first History in a Hat segment. <coughs> okay. Here we go. The term Oktoberfest beer is a protected appellation within German borders. That is correct, Chris. Thank you for reading that so non-sickly. You're welcome. And we've uh, we've we've touched this before with uh, previous styles that have certain names that can only be named that because of where they're brewed, and uh, this counts for Oktoberfest beer also, but only within the German borders. Because by German and uh, the EU regulations, the term Oktoberfest beer is a protected appellation for beer produced at large breweries within the Munich city limits only for consumption at Oktoberfest. Now, other countries are not bound by these rules, so that's why you see many craft breweries in the United States that also produce beer called Oktoberfest, and that's okay. But based on the traditional style described in these guidelines as Martzen, it can only be called an Oktoberfest beer if it's produced by a big brewery in Munich for Oktoberfest. My, on my bucket list is to go to Oktoberfest. Oh my gosh, yes. I'd love it. And just get hammered. Lift a Stein. Yep. And then, and then lift a lady called Stein, if I can find one. So I'm lifting like two Steins at the same time. That'd be really? incredible. It's <laughs> huh? Steins. Yes. Yeah, stimmt. <laughs> okay. All right, draw so number two. Yeah. Okay, you can touch that hat. Yes, but I didn't. Here we go. <clears throat> okay, that's a long one. Well, oh, it's a really big one. That's At least the lettering said. is big. Despite many Martins carrying the label Oktoberfest in America. It is no longer the standard beer served at the German Oktoberfest celebration. You know, and this was something that I did not realize or I hadn't heard until the new BJCP guidelines came out early this year because they came out with a category called Fest Beer. And I was like, what the heck is that? And then whenever I looked into it, I found out that the Fest Beer as a style was adopted in 1990 so quite a, quite a while ago, as the standard festival beer in Germany. Until that time, the German Amber Lager version, which we were talking about tonight, the Martzen, had most often been served uh, basically since 1872. So that was the Oktoberfest beer until recently. And now, Fest beer is the standard festival beer. But honestly, Fest beers are rarely exported, so we're not, we're not going to see them in Texas. We're around anywhere else. I saw a couple Fest beers at Total One. Well, we are going to see a few Fest beers in Texas <laughs> um, and everywhere else. Yay, party. Because when I was looking for the Oktoberfest or the Martzen, that's what I found more of was the actual German Oktoberfest Fest beer. And pumpkin beer. It was actually harder for me to find a Martzen than it was to find the lighter really? Fest beer. Yes. And I, I hadn't been in Total Wine for about a week, I guess, and everything has changed completely. Really? Yes. All of these summer beers are gone, <gasps> and that entire back aisle is all Oktoberfest pumpkin spice beers. Are you serious? I am serious. That ain't good. <laughs> so... Sometime in October, we need they, to do they like a, switched, a pumpkin beer episode. They switched over for real. everything. So there were a lot of fest beers. Mm. And I kept I picked, I picked, kept picking them up thinking, oh, Oktoberfest. And I looked at it. I was like, nope, this is a light one. This is a fest beer. I need to find a dark one. I need to find a Martin. Hey, you know what? It's going to be okay, though, because I'm going to brew my Imperial Blonde again, and we'll have a summer beer. Oh, my gosh. In the middle of winter. Give me the hat. <laughs> <laughs> With paradise seeds. Give me the heck. Give you me the missed heck. the episode about Paradise Seeds. I know. I'm so mad. See, I knew this already. 
No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No. Though named Oktoberfest, the festival traditionally begins in September. July. Oh. What? Huh? Huh? So even though we are talking about a style of beer, I thought I should throw in a little, uh, a little information about the actual festival itself because it is starting quite soon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Oktoberfest traditionally starts no. in the third weekend yes. in September, no. which ends the first yes. Sunday of October. This year, no. it will be held from the, uh, September 19th all the way through October 4th, which, if you're listening to this on the release date of Tuesday, then the festival will begin on Saturday. Mm. Yeah, so that's coming up very soon. So who wants to go to Germany? I'm down. My pocketbook's not, but I'm down. Ich bin also known sprechen nicht gut Deutsch. Ich sprach ein beer. I speak beer. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We Yeah, you do speak beer. That's all that matters. Beer. I hold up a, a mass, uh, a liter, and then smile. Lether? A liter? Yes. There's no H in there. I'm sorry. <laughs> read, the, read the read the thing. All right. The final history in the hat quote. All right, all right, all right. The very first Oktoberfest was actually a wedding celebration in 1810. Yes. So here's the history of the Oktoberfest as a festival. And it's the last card in the hat. That's all right. It is. It started off as uh, the Crown Prince Ludwig, who later became King Ludwig I, was married to Princess Therese of Saxony Hildbruckhausen on October 12, 1810. The citizens of Munich were invited to attend the festivities held on the fields in front of the city gates to celebrate the happy royal event. Horse races marked the end of the festivities, and the decision to continue the horse races annually over the next year, the next several years, gave rise to the Oktoberfest as a festival. So that's how it started, and then it just kept getting bigger and bigger, and uh, now it's the what one hundred and ninety second Oktoberfest festival. It's it's huge. But if the wedding started in October, and it was a festival for the wedding, how did it get moved to September? The festivities just kept getting bigger and bigger, so they started moving it back. So the the actual date that the wedding happened on turned into the end of the festival as time went on. And then when people wanted to get drunk for longer, then they realized, okay, well, we need to start earlier. But we can still end the same time. Okay, so Oktoberfest is over when the wedding happened. Yes. So I wonder how many weddings happen like that every year. Travis, you're about to get married. Not at Oktoberfest. We have God. March March no. Fest. If no, I if I be did, on Blue Bonnet Fest, I would not remember my wedding at all. I'd have pictures, and I'd have a ring. Well, if I were to get married at Oktoberfest, I can tell you right now that I wouldn't remember a single thing. All right, we're going to take our break, and we'll be right back with our classic example. Yeah, beer. <laughs> So our classic example for the Oktoberfest, Martzen, is the Hacker Shore original Oktoberfest Amber Martzen. It says all of that on the label. <clears throat> so. This is direct from across the pond. Yes. Um, the Pacific? The oh. pond pond. Gotcha. 5.8% alcohol by volume. And I... Can't actually. I have no idea what else I would have had that would have been brewed by Hacker Shore. This Munich, it's in Munich, Germany. So I, think I can't think of anything. I think this is their their claim to fame as far as the mm-hmm. uh, stateside beers are. If that makes any sense, this yeah. is cool. I've never had this beer before. I know Sony had some problems with them last year, with uh, like North Korea and really. Well, only on the coast, otherwise known as the shore. Anyway, <clears throat> so, um, dark golden amber color. And it's really clear. Yeah. Um, thick, frothy white head. 
somewhat malty, but I do get a little bit of hop aroma too. I can't smell anything. Oh, that's too bad. Chris is drinking out <laughs> of the only authentic uh, beer vessel. Yes, I have to a to enjoy the style. A dimpled Stein. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very dimpled. Know. If you like, it's actually the uh, the Sam Adams Oktoberfest uh, glass that I got this past week. Oh, that's Merkin. That's Merkin. So, but it's Merkin. still a classic half liter Stein. Stein. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I can't smell anything. I can. And it's Do very, tell. Very malty. Yeah. I, That's it, certainly a highlight of, this, of the style. Do you get any hop aroma, though? Uh, not really. I mean, if there is anything, it's it's more like, I mean, leafy, earthy, but eh, not really. It's, it's more, more of the malts that shine through, for sure. Okay. What kind of hops do you think that are in this beer? If you could Plato guess. hops. Plato. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I like Mars. Oh, that's Pluto. Sorry. <laughs> oh, nice. I like that. Hey. Hmm. It's good. This is tasty. I do get a lot of the malt. <laughs> Sweet malt. <laughs> Ooh. Hmm. But I get grain. I get grain. Oh yeah, I get sweet, but I get grain. It's almost like yeah, I get some of the like, I get some of the grain in there. I get sweet wort, like that that kind of taste. But I, I like it. That. I really like it. I can see that. It probably has maybe a, a little bit higher finishing gravity. Yeah, but <laughs> see, <laughs> than a sweet wort. Yeah, I would imagine. So. FG uh, ten ten to ten fourteen. So yeah, yeah. That, if it's in there, yeah, you know. Um, I could drink. I really could drink this all day. This is a great. It's it's dry finishing too. I mean, it. Wow. I really. Sawyer's actually at a loss for words. I really am. This is one of the best beers I've had ever. Really? Yes. Really? I'm being serious. Okay. This trumps everything else. It is good, and what surprises me is you know as dark as it is, it's still very easy drinking. And uh, I read in my studies in the history that the reason they changed the Fest beer is because it was lighter and more, and I kid you not, I said more poundable <laughs> than this. <laughs> Seriously? Uh, yes. They they wanted a lighter beer so that like, you could lift up your liter stein and, and kill it easily. But, I mean, this thing is, this is very easy drinking. It's smooth. It's and it's got flavor and like okay, really. I could pound this if I had to. Yeah, and do you get five point eight percent out of it? No, no, <laughs> no. Oh my, God, no! Oh my gosh, this, uh, this beer is awesome. Hmm. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm really excited about this beer. I can't wait for the next one. That doesn't always happen. That our classic example is the one that we're just like, yes, this is this is great. I mean, most times it's like, okay, well, all right, that. That makes sense. Yes, it fits this and this and this on the guidelines, but... You know, I do get a good. lingering bitterness, though. What? Yes. That you I do? didn't expect. Uh, on the on the finish? Yeah. Hold on, i got to take another drink. Hold mm. on. He's taking another drink. He's finishing. He's looking longingly into the distance. I don't get the bitterness. He does not get the bitterness. I get, I get a lingering oh, bitterness right oh, there. At the is it like at the, at the back of the tongue? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. I, and I, didn't, I didn't quite expect that out of um, something as multi, malt-centric as this. Does that bother you, though? Uh, I don't know. Does, I, I don't have... I, I can't say that I'm an expert at the Martson, so I can't say... Well, I think you misinterpreted my question. If... What I'm saying, just in general, like, does it make it less drinkable for you? Not what I would have expected. Okay, that's what I was asking. Yeah, okay. which I know, I know the the guidelines said a guidelines. moderate bitterness. Yes, but there's hardly any. Well, I there's only a little. Yeah, but it's right on the finish. It's not. I don't know. That's I, the dry finish. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think. Okay, maybe because it's supposed to have somewhat of a dry finish. Yes. Yeah, but would you say dry and bitter are the same thing? Uh, there's a there's a fine line, I would say. But actually, I don't think the two are related. Bitter is more flavor. Dry is more of a feeling. And yeah, experience. because if you if you're the more your beer ferments out, 
The lower your FG, the more dry it's going to be. That has nothing to do with your bitterness level. Right, but like for example, in an IPA, that also makes my finish after a tasting of a beer feel dry. That would come from the FG, though. I think the bitterness level maybe accentuates the dryness, but doesn't... It can. It doesn't cause dryness. You mm. can have a caramely sweet IPA. 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 That's, all, that's like an episode. I've, I've had a few yes. tonight, and then I've had a few caramely sweet IPAs <laughs> that are I mean, very bitter, but... I mean, don't necessarily leave you at the finish yeah. wanting to take another drink because you're like, oh, I cotton think, mouth. I think bitterness accentuates a dry beer, but does bitterness alone does not cause a okay. dry beer. Okay. And I, I feel like the dryness here would have been better suited without the lingering bitterness at the end. That's mm-hmm. kind of where I was going with all that. It, I got you. Okay. It, the beer tastes great until after you swallow it, and then a few seconds later you're like, whoa. I okay. I mean, yeah. does anybody else get that, or is it, is I mean, it the is, fact that I've been on drugs all day? Probably. <laughs> I bite, but I'm not 100 percent on board yeah, with it. Me neither. I, I, it doesn't bug me enough for me to go, man. That that bitterness at the end, just mm, you know. See, I just got it again. I I took a drink and then I swallowed, and then two or three seconds later, I got this weird aftertaste. Hmm. I, mean, I think <clears> it is because of the allergies. Maybe so. I've just. <laughs> I okay. I really like this beer. That's yeah. all I have. I do to too. Say. I think it's a good beer. It is fantastic. There are many beers that are supposed to be yes. like this, and and yeah. I've drank them, and then you finish the same way. Um, if if I go to the Oktoberfest festival and I get a liter stein of this, I am not going to hesitate to to uh, have my way with it, <laughs> and I'm not going to hesitate to have my way with what's in my cup right now. I, I yeah. think this is great. I, I Plus, re- we have two uh, American examples that we're about to yeah. taste. This is our to baseline. Compare to. Yeah, and so sure. I, I'd be very interested to mm-hmm. see how how they compare. I do have a very important question about this beer. Okay. Do they sell it in cases at Total Wine? Only after the uh, expiration date is passed. It was in a six-pack. Then they give them away. It was in a six-pack? Th- Think, yes, yes, you can buy those. <gasps> the other one that I was um, gonna get was the Polliner Oktoberfest. I'm over here. <laughs> he made it. <clears throat> I originally was looking for that one, and I could only find it in a six pack. They did not have the singles of the Polliner Oktoberfest. So... They had the singles of the Polliner Hefeweizen, but that's not what I was going to get. So anyway, I picked up the Polliner six-pack, and I was like, okay, if it's the only way I'm going to find it, then I'm going to buy a six-pack of it. Until I went over to that other seasonal aisle in the back, mm-hmm. and that's where I found the Polliner Oktoberfest in a single, and this one in a single. And this is the one that I originally wanted, because I've had the Polliner, I have not had this one. Hmm. Cool. I want to go buy a So six I put pack. the six-pack back and picked that up. I'm going to go buy the six-pack tomorrow. Okay. Before we have get, the American get a single ones. of the Polliner too, and, and compare them and tell me what you think. Okay, my guess is that the American <clears throat> ones are going to be, um, I guess, bigger and more grandiose than this in every sense. Maybe more more sweet, more hoppy, more bitter. I would say darker. That's my guess darker and you sweeter, multi. Before trying yeah. any of these, that's what I think. Because yeah. this one is, I mean, it's all it's very well balanced. I don't know about hoppy finish. Though. All right, well. Let's uh, put those to the test and see what we get here. All right. So what's the first one we're going to taste? Well, Chris, we actually have a new brewery that we have not featured yet on our Ooh, podcast. The new one. All right. It's new shocking. It is shocking that it's taken till episode 13 to get to this one because it is basically, this is the, the big boy. Right here, here in the States. Yes. One of the largest craft brewers, if not the largest. And they're always a good decision. Merker. It is. And this is the uh, the Samuel Adams Oktoberfest. Hey, can I point out something real quick? Certainly. If no. we're looking at the bottle, it's yes. an orange label. Yes. If you look at your beer with just, with it sitting on the towel, it kind of looks exactly like the color of the label. Mm, it's a little darker. I, I don't. Mm, kind of. But, I mean, it's still really close. Isn't that because they put pumpkins in there? Oh, that, that is it? No. The same Adams Oktoberfest. 
Hearty and smooth, with a deep malt complexity and roasty sweetness. Pumpkin ales are something completely different. Yes. I was testing you. And you failed. Failed. 5.3% alcohol by volume. This is not a buck. This is a lager. But a buck is a lager, too. It's not a buck. Like B-A-C-H buck? No. B-O-C-K buck. Oh. Buck. Anyway, so the Samuel Adams Oktoberfest. This is a not a buck. Yes, but this is a uh, Samuel Adams. Obviously, is one of the largest craft breweries in America. I still can't smell anything, and it has been growing and growing. Uh, so so large a fact that the uh, the Brewers Association has to keep changing the definition of what a craft brewer is to make sure that Samuel Adams still fits in that because they make uh, they make so much beer that uh, you know to be a craft brewer you have to fit three definitions. I still can't smell anything. Independent, <laughs> traditional, and small. And the small thing is the one that they keep outgrowing. So they have to keep... That's what she said. <laughs> I feel sorry for your woman. Man. Anyways, they have to keep... They have to keep up in the uh, the amount of barrels that they can produce every year to make sure that Samuel Adams still fits as a craft brewery, and I think it's about to hit the tipping point where I think that they uh, they bumped it up to six million barrels this past season, and they're about to blow past that too. And, and granted, we're talking like whenever uh, you look at Anheuser Busch, Budweiser. I mean, they're doing a hundred million barrels, so there, there's nowhere there's no comparison. But at the same time. How can you still be small when you're producing 6 million barrels per year? It's a lot. I also have a fun fact. I've never had a Sam Adams beer. Really? Really. That blows my mind. I thought it would. This is one of the first beers that I ever came across. The very first beer Travis and I ever had was a Sam Summer. Yeah, it was the Sam Summer. Okay. See, for me, it was Kurs. Wow. So I'd never really broadened my horizons until y'all helped me. So thank you. Well, you know, one of the uh one of the key ingredients of the Sam Summer is um grains of paradise. <gasps> paradise seeds? Yes. <laughs> it is. That's why we fell in love with it from the moment that it touched your lips. It's so good. I love as paradise soon as it touched seeds. Lips. Yeah. That was the first beer we ever had. You also Remember? missed the wit beer, the Belgian wit episode Man, where we talked about paradise, paradise seeds. The one episode where paradise seeds mattered. Do you remember my summer <laughs> ale? Oh my gosh. That was like the highlight of brewing good. it because we got to smash up the paradise seeds on my garage floor. And the instruction said smash with the bottom of a beer bottle. And we did that. I wouldn't be surprised if that recipe was modeled after the Samuel Adams summer ale. I would not be surprised. Well, we could ask somebody. So this tastes different than the Hacker Shore. That sounds morbid and <clears throat> violent. Actually, I think I like this one better. That lingering bitterness I talked about with the mm-hmm. other one, it's not there. Okay, so I like this beer too, but I don't get the grainy. I kind of like that sweet grainy taste when it comes to this particular style of beer. Grain's usually an off flavor. I know it is, but it's it's... Okay, so earlier we tasted the the sweet warts. Yes, it mm-hmm. tasted exactly like that to me. Okay, I don't get that same, that quite same in the, in this uh, Sam Adams beer. I get a little more caramel out of this one. Yeah, than I did out of the Hacker Shore. the The finish is certainly more uh, pleasing, I guess. Where it. Where, in, in which it's lacking the the bitter lingering after aftertaste. I but, get a lot of just straight up maltiness with this, which is kind of okay. what I what I, kind of what I expected out of the the Martin. I also feel that this one is less poundable. I agree completely, <laughs> and actually, I think it's less malty. See, I think it's more malty, and that's why it's less poundable. Because the the overall sweetness is stronger and it's a heavier beer. I had to brush off my tongue. Let me try this again. <laughs> so I'm with Travis on the on the not as poundable because I think it's a heavier beer. It's a, a much sweeter, more malty beer. See, I would agree with that. 
to me though the I, I for me I like sweet things I I, I find those to be easy drinking you know beers. yeah so that's where I guess I differ in opinion just because I like that well, I like it too it but no I I mean like like if I had to choose between an IPA and this this all day long well you know and and this one has a uh, a lower ABV right than the Hacker Shore, and so maybe that's why it feels a little bit heavier. Is because the Ooh. the um, the OG, sorry, the FG mm-hmm. was a little higher. Yeah, it didn't finish out as much. That could be it. Yeah, you might. Yeah, you're probably right about it's that. It's not nearly as dry as the Hacker Shore. No, so I, I think that has a lot to do with the quote unquote poundability. So <laughs> we should cheers, and we should, which just... is ironic because the higher alcohol beer is the one that's more poundable. Yeah. <laughs> like like my like my imperial blonde, no. Oh, anyways. See, and the last sentence in the mouthfeel section on the guidelines may be slightly warming, but the strength should be relatively hidden. And the hacker shore did that to a T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's what I think we should do with this. I think we should cheers, <laughs> and then I think we should pound the rest of this beer. Uh. It is Oktoberfest, after all. Uh, Let me raise my Stein. Your, your Stein. Travis's chain glass. Yep. The beer barrel polka. <laughs> ah, Ziggy I Zaggy. can never drink beer. Ziggy Zaggy. So much for pounding the rest of it. Sawyer's the only one that did. Oh, really? It's going to take you three? I can't chug. We're over here doing the chicken dance while he's drinking. Sorry, I can't chug beer. I spew if I do. Travis and I both did ours in one, and it's taken. Nope, that's four. Hey, no, I didn't even take a drink. You remember Top Golf? There you go. It only took him four. It touched his lips, so I can't see four. Remember Top Golf? Yes, Man. do you? Yes, I do. Two Coors Lights and you were drunk already. Man, okay, I was not drunk. I've already explained that. Anyways, that's a good beer. We should do anyway, all the beers. So the next Oktoberfest that we have is from a much more local brewery than the Samuel Adams. Because they're up in Boston, Mass. Thank you, Sam Adams. is good. Yeah, yes. Sam, you, you did a good job. Good job, Sam. Sam. It was a good decision. Sam. It was a good decision. It was a good decision. Sam. And now our next beer is from Shiner. That would be Shiner, Texas? Yes. Ah. I like beer. We have a Tejas example. Yes. And I feel like, is this the first Shiner beer that we have? It is. Also? See, see. Another one. See, and that's... Both Samuel Adams and Shiner have been around for as long as I can remember and have been such a big part of my of my young beard history as a <laughs> as a twenty one year old and over drinker. Yes. Because it's illegal to drink below then. But yes. as soon as I turn twenty one, then you know, it's like, oh, Sam Adams and Shiner and these things have been around for a while. But this one in particular eluded me for a long time. I feel like originally this recipe was one of their anniversary beers. Uh, they had their 100th anniversary, I guess, about five years ago. And then leading up to that, they had a, a 96th anniversary special edition, the 97th. And I feel like this was their 96th anniversary beer. It was a Martzen, and they made it one time and then never again. And then people kept clamoring for it. Oh, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. And then they finally came back with a Shiner Oktoberfest, which is the same recipe. So this was uh, this was something that I missed out the first time. But when they came back around, I think five, six, seven years later, and I grabbed it. I was like, okay, let's do this. Which I, I think it's interesting. On the Hacker Shore, it says it's an Amber Martson. That's the style. They called it original Oktoberfest. But the style is Amber Martson. On the Shiner Oktoberfest, it's called a Martzen style. On the Sam Adams, they say nothing about Martzen. It just says Oktoberfest. Are they too big to care? I don't know. <clears throat> because, I mean, Oktoberfest is not in and of itself a style. Not anymore. Not anymore, according to BJCP. In the old 
2008 style guidelines, it was. But now in the 2015 guidelines, it is not. Yep. So then you ask, who's the bigger the bigger whale, uh, BJCP or Samuel Adams? <laughs> there you go. So they've been making this for a long time. That's their name. And, I mean, we, we read in the history section that the only people that have the issue with calling an Oktoberfest beer an Oktoberfest beer are the ones that are in the German borders. So right. United States, hell, I, I could brew a... I could brew an Oktoberfest beer and call it Oktoberfest, and I'd be fine with it. Nobody would raise a stink. But if you care, then you need to name it a Martzen and not Oktoberfest beer because it's not right. true. Yeah. Which this one, the Shiner, is definitely lighter than the other two examples. Yes. Much more on the orange, dark orange mm-hmm. uh, spectrum. Still very clear. Than than the amber. Pleasant carbonation. Yeah. I still can't smell anything. Aroma's lighter than either one. It's uh, the same Adams was probably the, the heaviest on the caramel maltiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say the Shiner is probably even lighter than, lighter more so than the Hacker Shore. Yes, I would agree with that. What's the ABV on the Shiner? Uh, it's got some biscuity flavors, maybe a little bit of light, a light toast, but not much. It's got a drier finish than the Sam Adams, too. Did you yes. miss that whole conversation? Yes, I did. Sorry, I was spacing out. <laughs> you were texting. That's what you were doing. I was spacing out. Thank you. Dude, we don't text and drink. <clears throat> yes, you do. Anyway. Spacing. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely a lot, a lot more dry than the Samuel Adams um, compared to the Hacker Shore, mm. I don't get as much flavor. I think this is, I, I, I don't want to say watery, but it's the flavor. It's not as sweet. It's its much more minute. I'd call it more subdued. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not in your face. It's, I mean, I don't know, would you call this an entry level Oktoberfest? Yes. <laughs> well, <coughs> yes and no. I mean, all the characteristics are there, it's just... The maltiness isn't like all the other two. These are three very different examples. Yes. Yes. I mean, you've got the Hacker Shore, which was uh, dry, a little on the lighter side mm-hmm. as far as mouthfeel. Par for the course. Um, that lingering bitterness. The, the same Adams was uh, heavier, sweeter, maltier. Mm-hmm. And then you have the the Shiner, which is much lighter in color and flavor. So three very different examples of the style. And I, I'm, I'm hard-pressed to pick a favorite. Well, we know what Sawyer's favorite is because he went on and on about it already. <laughs> and he was speechless. Oh, my gosh. I really was speechless. I still am speechless. It, that first beer. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Which I, I, would, I would find it hard to pick one. Travis, if you had to pick one. Well, I'm going to hold off on my opinion oh. because these are not the only three Oktoberfest, uh, excuse me, Martzens that we are going to experience tonight. Mm. Right. Yes. We do have a, uh, we do have, which is uh, new for us, we have a remote segment. Yes. That uh, we wanted to share with you. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Remote means we won't be at Chris's house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's a, uh, there's a local German establishment called mm-hmm. Edelweiss, which we have talked about in previous episodes. Yeah. Uh, but we decided that it would be an interesting experiment um, to take the podcast on the road, so to speak, mm-hmm. and go there and have a couple beers and talk about them there. So check out our remote and, and tell us what you think. All right. We are here on location at Edelweiss. The German restaurant yeah. in Fort Worth. Is it Edelweiss or Edelweiss? Edel. Because in oh, the wait. sound of music, they sing the song. Edelweiss. No, it is Edelweiss. Edelweiss. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it could be either. I trust Christopher Plummer and Julie Andrews. It could be Idol One. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For a minute there, I thought you were going to say another Chris, but. Never mind. There's no other Chris. He's only Christopher Plummer. He's right here. There's only Zool. <laughs> there is no Peter. <laughs> only Zool. I like this beer. Hey, we haven't even said what it is yet. All right, I so know. we are drinking the Spaten, 
Oktoberfest. Uh, this is the only Oktoberfest they have on tap. We were led to believe via their website that they had a second one. Alas, they do not. That's okay. We'll we'll pick up some other ones later on to to sample some more. Yeah. Yeah. And this one actually isn't even one of the classic examples. So when we do that uh, later on, we'll we'll tell you what that is that we're going to be drinking. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised so. by that because this is a this is an authentic German. Oh, cheers! This is, we're, we're on remotes. All right. Be careful on the table. Oop. <laughs> that peaked. <laughs> wow. That's a good beer. All right. So <laughs> very malty. Yeah. Uh, not super sweet. It's kind of a dry finish. Yeah. You know, this one's definitely very easy drinking. Uh, yeah. I can see how, if you have this at the festival, that you can just you know, knock them back, and it's not a problem. Have several of them. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty tasty. Yeah, it's a good beer. Very it's, um, it's a very dark... We didn't talk about the color. Uh, <laughs> it's a dark brown. Um, if you hold it up to the light, you get some... Uh, some some copper, copper yeah. yeah. I'm holding it up uh, to the Coors Light sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a uh, there was a, an accordion player going earlier uh, when we got here. He kind of I guess he's on his break right now. That was entertaining. Yeah, this place is authentic. Yeah, when we sat down, we ordered a beer and it came out in a I kid you not a one liter Stein. Yes, one <laughs> liter. It was a very large piece of glassware, which is 33 point something ounces. It was amazing. American terms. Yeah, it was pretty nice. Yeah. Very nice. We're on a second one now. That's why we're so happy to be here. I'm very happy. And we wanted to get accustomed to our environment. Yep. But anyway, the decor is very interesting. It's very German. Yes, very German. But that's English right there on the wall. It says restroom. <laughs> we did have the sausage plate for dinner. Had some brat and some... Uh, Knockwurst, knockwurst with some uh, red cabbage and sauerkraut and potatoes, and fried German potatoes, potatoes, potatoes. Yeah. Good. So that was pretty tasty. Now we're enjoying some more beverages. Yep, Button Oktoberfest. Yeah. So anyway, very malty, and um, I don't know what else can you say about this beer. It's definitely not hop centric at all. No, <laughs> it really isn't. No. Yeah, that's not no. something that you're going to feature in this. It's not supposed to be. No. It's great though because. I, I get no hot presence in the taste either, which I really like. Yeah. You know, because for those people out there that don't like IPAs, this is a good beer for you to try. Yeah. Especially if you like sweet tasting things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like candy. <laughs> yeah, multi sweet, I would agree with that. And if you had to compare sweet. this to another food, what would you. Ooh. Um, I mean, it's not really like a brown sugar. No. It's not sweet. Uh, there's not really a whole lot of toffee in this one. Maybe like a... Uh, not Play-Doh. Uh, no. <laughs> cookie cake. What about like a flan? Where, flan. It, where it's not like a super sweet it's dessert? A di- it's a different country. What? Creme brulee. How about that? Flan. It's uh, Mexico. Oh. I'm going there soon. <laughs> you can have German flan. Yeah. Really? So I've never had a German flan. I've only like had we have American pizza. Well, okay. If you want, I've never had. Yeah, German you just gotta say it. I've right. always had like flan, a flan. Mexican flan. <laughs> Danka. Danka shan. Anyway, I don't know. It, it, a little, little nutty. Maybe like a. Uh, not, not like. Well, I, I was about to say Bavarian nuts, but those are really cinnamon <laughs> and lots of brown sugar. And a cashew. Yeah, but not, not necessarily what's a, that much. What's a German nut? <laughs> I tell you, you know, uh, this would go great with my mother's chocolate delight dessert. I'm not Maybe even a, kidding. a chocolate tort. That's German. Because German got, chocolate tort. It's there got you know. nuts in it. And it's like, a, it's like a crust with nuts. It's really good. And then, and then on top of that, I Sawyer, I don't want to hear about your crusty nuts. No, if you had this, it's like crack, man. Really, crusty nuts in your crack? I don't want to know about that. This is devolving very quickly. Where's the accordion it's player? A, it's, a, it's a lot <laughs> of cream off, cheese, flame off people can't, and whipped cream and shredded Hershey bars. Careful, you're spotting in my beer. Uh, 
Ugh, it's already begun. I don't even know what to say. Ich brauche ein Bier. You speak beer? Yes. Oh. No, okay. I said bracha, which means I need. Oh, you said, I thought you said spraka. No, I said bracha. Ich spraka beer. Well, it's a good, uh, a good Marzen. Yeah. For sure. And, uh, I thought it was in the sound. Martzen. Yes, Martzen. And even though it's not on the official list, uh, I'd like to see how it compares to some of the other ones. I think we're going to get either the the Polliner or the Hackershore. Yeah. Because those are one of the classics. And then yeah. uh, I think we want to try a few American versions, too, just to see how it all compares. You know, I've had the Polliner, though, so I, I hope we're able to find the Hackershore. I think we should get one of each because <laughs> we should have the Polliner in tribute to Travis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be very honorable. You should change your last name to Polliner. That'd be nice. It's a variation. <laughs> Get proceeds and royalties every time somebody drinks a beer. Oh yeah, my god, good. wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> oh man. You'd be rich quick. Yeah. It's like Shiner. What? What? <laughs> no. 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 Yeah. yeah. I'll be I would be very interested to see how the spot compares to the other ones. Me too. If it's yep. even if it only turns out to be slightly better than the other ones, then it would be marginally better. <laughs> and we're probably done. <laughs> no, I'm not. That's just funny. Okay, but I, I can laugh. We had a spot and pun and a marzen pun. What else do you want? It's funny. It's well crafted. It is. I like this beer. Cheers. We did this already. No, we okay. can cheers again. All right. Well, that's probably about it for our on-location no. segment. <laughs> we should keep this segment going until we finish the beer. Uh, a whole liter? Yeah. <laughs> I think we should liter it alone. <laughs> and oh. we're going we're gonna to cut it off right there. So, uh, I back, tried. back to the studio, Enjoy the rest I guess. Of the show. I don't... I don't know where this is going to fall in the podcast, but anyway. Cheers. Adios. Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for our latest episode of Brew Styles, where our topic of discussion was the Martzen. Join us next week where we discuss the American Amber Ale, style 19A. Until then, cheers.